It's Tuesday, August 20th, and today I sit down with Tommy Ryan to talk about maintaining continuity in Office 365 tenant consolidations. It's a quick one, but a good one to listen to. I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Will's official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Hello, this is Danny Ryan. I am here with Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well, Excellent. doing very well. Excellent, so what's the latest crop? Latest crop this morning, uh, we picked some shishito peppers. Oh. Uh, they're very nice if you char them on a pan and uh, put a little lemon juice and salt. Very it's nice. Divine. <laughs> it's divine. It's <laughs> divine. Sounds like you've already done this, huh? Yeah. Excellent. Had them last night, brought some in to work, and also um, we've got a place, a house of hope, that uh, gives out uh, canned goods and and I've expanded their selection with some fresh vegetables. Awesome. So we brought those over this morning too. Awesome. Today I wanted to talk with you a, a quick subject today, uh, or maybe it might, you know, just a, a short one if that's okay. Um, we're following up on our Office 365 tenant consolidation series that we're doing. And today we wanted, wanted to talk with you about uh, maintaining continuity um, when you're doing an Office 365 tenant consolidation. Give me a little background for the subject and sort of like why, why is this, why, are, why do people care about this? What's important about this? Well, in tenant consolidations or migrations, people are not looking to have their work interrupted. Yeah. Uh, a migration, in, in most cases in tenant consolidations, is you're getting the same features, just locating that information in a different location. Mm -hmm. um, but practically, it's the same capabilities, same services, just coming from a different location. So for an end user, there's no value in things changing. You know, they just want to continue to operate as they are today. And a lot of what you're looking at from a process standpoint and a, a planning standpoint and communication standpoint is what can we do to make it where the user doesn't even know they've been migrated. You know, that, that's your, your ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's things that, you know, get in the way of that goal that you have to make decisions on, okay, how do we handle that? And what's, what's the, the right path to take to minimize that interruption? Gotcha, gotcha. And it sounds like you're from from the prep for this. It sounded like you were talking. There's some decisions that are made sometimes for technical reasons, sometimes for like uh, organizational and branding and sort of like what is how does the organization how is it you know what do they identify like when you've got these companies merging together? Are you maintaining a brand or? But there's some decisions that need that need to be made as part of this process as well. Yeah, yeah, and that is a very key decision to yeah. make. Is if you're coming from, you know, you've got multiple companies coming together, and there's very distinct brands associated with those companies. Maybe they have an overall purpose. An industry that they're trying to excel in, 
but they're still keeping to the the public you know this is the brand and there's decisions that are made that we're going to keep that brand even though we want to as separate organizations come together as one company that we can achieve more because Mm -hmm. we're collaborating together in the same environment Um, there's still that preservation of brand has value in that brand and your email domain um, has that value it's it's what you identify with and and carries a certain amount of credibility in conversations and so you know we see in situations where that brand needs to be preserved mm-hmm. and really almost at all costs that you know that should not be interrupted there shouldn't be another say temporary email domain yeah. with you know three will you know say for example for example three will you could have an email address that's three will on, on microsoft.com as a temporary address as you're working with the identity that's associated with that, or really the domain that's associated with it. Uh-huh. You know, in Office 365, the email domain can only be tied to one tenant. So depending on where this user is, are they in the new tenant or the existing tenant? And the other users might be on that tenant or in the new tenant. Um, you, you can only have that email domain in one place. So uh-huh. you really have to have, if you want to preserve that, brand identity you have to do a full cut over and you have to find strategies to make that feasible with kind of the pipeline of data that has Mm -hmm. to be moved and just you know the coordination involved of how you move over that identity and also move over the email domain now, I'm sure for smaller companies, doing something like this on a weekend is okay, but I, we don't do anything small around here. We usually deal with you know, tens of thousands of end users and larger types of, of, of uh, tenants. And right. so is this a, yeah, I guess part of this is, yeah, ideally it's all happening at once, but is this sort of like other migrations where we're, you'd phase it out where part, some people move at this time and then people phase your biggest challenge is this email domain can only be tied to one tenant so if you are doing it in batches um, then you've got this situation of if you're over here well you don't have your email email domain over here so there's ways of um, doing things like email forwarding Uh there's ways of doing like delta migration so you can bring over the bulk of the information and bring the rest there's there's techniques that bring you to kind of double hops where you go to a hybrid environment and attach that you know domain to the on-prem environment so you can reattach it quickly to the new tenant and have that email domain in place Um, so there's there's some techniques there but you have to decide what's important Am, am i keeping this this email domain and if so how do i um, decide what's feasible to make that migration work without interrupting their day-to-day work because email is so critical to people you can't just say all right if you don't mind you know for about two weeks here could you not go in the email (laughs) right and that that will um you know begin revolts within your organization Mm -hmm. so um you know, that's something that we really thoughtfully go through and make sure we are, we're making the right decision. And there are organizations that, 
this tenant consolidation is part an overall we are one company yeah. and we are one company and we're going to be identified by one company where you see you know large companies coming together and they come up with you know many times a brand new name and now let's say these two companies come into this new company and they've got a new domain so you've got some ability to cut people over in batches mm-hmm. because when you cut them over you have that new email domain sitting in the destination and then the source you have that old email domain yeah so you do have the ability to batch these people over um, and coordinate it that way um, so there's some more flexibility when you make that decision that we're going to go over into a new domain um, but that comes with you know a new brand awareness that yeah. comes with a coordination of okay now that people are trying to reach me they need to reach me at this new email mm-hmm. and there's things like you know email forwarding again to kind of bridge some of the gaps to allow people to make that transition awesome so this is a really important subject obviously because people you know just the, the keeping these systems in place while while you're yeah. moving over it's a simple so requirement yeah. um, but, it's but it takes a lot of yeah. discussion to come up with the right architecture to yeah. make it happen Yep. So if you're looking to do something similar to this and want to continue on with this conversation, um, we'd love to hear from you. Come to the 3will.com, go through the contact us page, um, and love to find out more about your specific Office 365 tenant consolidation. Um, appreciate you continuing to do these as uh, this this series with me, Tommy. It's, it's sure uh, thing. I think it's as 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 we mentioned before. I think it's the evolution of things that we've been doing for customers with platform migrations. I think this consolidation. There's so many things that um, we picked up process wise and technology wise that it's exciting to see us focus in on this and helping customers specifically customers you know who are trying to merge together or um, you know do these these types of uh, one-time consolidations where we are able to help them out with that so great to see thank you for doing this Tom. you're welcome awesome thank you everybody for listening and have a wonderful day Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at 3will.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.